0: Is up, YouTube podcast community. If you're listening on Spotify, my name's Cam. This is Three Questions Podcast, episode number 24. I just spat out about three prior episodes, my fourth in a row. It took about a 20 minute break in between. Um, and I wrote some of these questions that I want to talk about, and I'll give you the context and the backstory about where these questions come from, and obviously give you my answers. As you know, three questions, podcast, five minutes each on each question should be about 15, 20 minutes max. I obviously run CK Collective. It's a strategy consultancy agency. If you need help personally and professionally, strategy sessions are for you. Go ahead online book. I'll send you an invoice with however many sessions you want. You can pay those off uh, as time allows over time. And we can schedule the cadence of when you want to talk pertaining to your and I schedule as well. The other way we can work together if you have a side project a business an idea a startup or a company that you are looking for help with product development marketing sales business strategy advertising um networking or looking for investments or just in general to grow your grow your business and or brand i work with companies uh via the cmo for hire pattern um and that That is really cool. I have about seven or eight companies on there that probably schedule calls with me weekly, and they bring one thing to the table. They're looking to grow their business. They are looking for help with sales templates. They want to get more customers, and I help them that way, which is very, very cool. That that price goes up on that product with every company that does book it. So if you are thinking about it, you should do it sooner rather than later. But let's get into the questions here, episode number 24. Okay, question number one, how do you trust the process? I was just outside in the sun thinking about a couple of questions that I wanted, wanted to bring onto this, not to share my story, but I find myself questioning, trusting the process a lot. And I want to get into those three words, right? Trust the process. If you've never seen them before, it's a business mantra. It's a sports team mantra. It can be a personal mantra as well. A religious mantra, if you will. And trusting the process means that not that you're mailing it in, but that you you trust sort of these spiritual, universal, divine forces, whether it be, uh, you know, again, your specific religion or just a universal pattern or an energetic feeling of, of flow that you know your life is going in the right directions and you are going to ha- experience the lessons and the things and the people and go to, to all the places that you're supposed to go in order for your spiritual growth. That, to me, sort of culminates in those three words, right? Trusting the process. And for me, I have found it extremely difficult. I would say the past year or two, more more than two years now, I have found it very difficult to trust the process. There have been an abundance of times where I myself truly, truly have questioned if I've made the right decisions. I've questioned if I have done the right things, if I took the right leaps. Um, there have been times where I have pushed against the grain, where I have tried to gone back on things that I have said or have done and tried to change, or or I, I have been very bad at this, right? Trusting the process. And I think it's sort of who I am at a little bit of a, a level, but- I am also I'm I'm a Libra Scorpio Scorpio so I tend to try to keep things even and balanced for as long as possible and then when I sense that that's not possible I tend to jump one way or the other entirely right not I will go in that direction until you know from thirty seven thousand feet above the sky to you know fifty thousand feet below the surface if you know what I'm saying but. What I really want to talk about here is trusting the process, because as much as I try to change what's happened or what is happening or where I want to go, life has this really, really, really brutal way of just forcing me to go and do what I need to do to expand my own knowledge, awareness, intuition of something else that I oftentimes don't understand for years later. So even though I've tried to change my own path, my own course, my own well-being in a number of different ways over the past two or three years, and if you know my story, you know my story, but what has happened with that in particular is that life has literally thrown me through the grinder because I needed to see what that was like in order to go and do this thing now. And looking back about five or 10 years, it all makes sense, right? Steve Jobs has a really, really great quote about this. It's called Connecting the Dots that he gave to Stanford in the early 2000s. You can go find that on YouTube, but type in Steve Jobs Connecting the Dots and watch that speech because looking back, your vision is always 2020. It's always very clear. Hey, that didn't work out because this happened and then I was brought here and then I had to learn that to do this thing to meet this person. And when you can look back and you can sort of connect the dots that way, it always, always, always makes sense. So for me, I have to slow myself down sometimes and say, okay, I may not trust the process now. I may not know why this thing happened this way today. I may not know why this did or didn't happen. I may not know why this person said or did that. But looking back, there's always been something better that has come my way, right? There's always been something that is, you know, brought me to the next level, brought me to the next plateau. Even when I felt like, oh, holy shit, that was what I wanted so bad, I didn't know that by being in my whatever dark, mysterious cave and not being able to see a couple feet in front of me or what was coming down the pipe next, Looking back, I could say, oh, I didn't realize that was a slow incline to a higher plane, right? That life was bringing me through a tunnel to get to this point. And now I have this view of that thing, which makes me understand that my life, yes, indeed, is trending in the right direction. So how do you trust the process? The answer is to look behind you. Okay. How do you trust the process? Look behind you. It's very hard to trust the process, okay? If you need to trust the process, look forward and look at that little mountaintop that you can still see and say, I know I'm going to get there somehow, some way, but I may go up, I may go down. There may be peaks and valleys in between. You have to trust the process because always looking behind you will make sense and always looking ahead of you will keep you where you need to go, okay? That's all I got for question number one. Let's hop into question number two. Question number two, what to do when your feelings aren't aligned with what you're doing? What to do when your feelings aren't aligned with what you're doing? I'm going to answer this question pretty honestly, because the past year of my life, my head and my heart were not in what I was doing, and I failed because of it. Okay? And much like anyone who's ever been in a relationship ever, if your heart and your head aren't in that relationship, that relationship is doomed. And there's really not much that the other person can do to sway you, okay? I'm not saying all relationships are doomed that have, that have sort of experienced that. But you know, as well as I do, if you've been broken up with or you've broken up with someone, when your head and your heart are not aligned with that person, it makes it very difficult to make that, that thing work. And I would argue the same for many people professionally, too. If you are working at a job or with people that don't resonate with your heart, and that don't connect with you more than just a, a, a initial mental level of just needing to sludge through the work, then you you have a problem coming, and you are unwilling to address it. Okay, I know a lot of us we do love our coworkers. You know we we take pride in what we do, but really, if it's really not connecting with your heart, and it's not bringing your heart any kind of positive energy. If that job is taking energy away from you or those people are taking energy away from you, whether it's your coworkers, or your customers, you need to take an honest look at that. My specific example, I was in a school over the past year where I had originally chosen that thing, saw that that was coming my way and said, hey, you know what? I don't think this is for me on on second thought. And I was told, hey, you're going to go do this thing. For me, that was very difficult because I'm in my 30s, I'm an autonomous male. And I didn't have another option. I didn't have a way out. My way out was through. And one of my favorite books, right, if you're watching on YouTube, The Obstacle is Away by Ryan Holiday. Amazing book. However, this situation was very long, very arduous, and it was not something I wanted to do from the very beginning. And I, I made that known. I made that known to my coworkers. I made that known to uh, my peers and the people in, in charge of this. And I had, I had initiated a... How do I say this? I I had initiated a bad reputation or a bad precedence for myself going into this thing that was going to take 110% of who I am for a very long time. And it was something that I knew I just wasn't passionate about. And I felt like by being honest with the people who were in charge of me and saying, hey, my heart is not in this. I I don't know this. I do know that this is not for me. This is far away from all the things I had done. I thought by being very open, honest, and clear as an adult who was full of awareness and intuition, in my own personal opinion, um, that that would give me the benefit of the doubt. Um, ultimately, it didn't work out in my favor, and I was told, hey, go and do this thing. And I, each and every single day that I, that I woke up to go and do this thing, it was very difficult for me to connect on a heart and a, a brain coherence, right? I felt like I was very, very you know, pumping myself full of caffeine, just giving myself stress and anxiety. I was creating a lot of friction in my own life by forcing myself into this thing so hard, right? Studying harder than everybody else, like really just forcing and putting a lot of pressure on myself to sort of, you know, kickstart my heart into this. It didn't work out that way. And it made it for a very long year, even though I was very close to finishing this thing. I eventually got, I got relieved, right? I was told to, that I wasn't made for this and yada, yada. And then I I moved on to the next thing. And that was, it was very challenging for me. It took a lot of my energy away for about two weeks. And I'm just sort of coming back to it now. But when your feelings aren't aligned with what you're doing, right, it takes a lot of work to sort of get there, right? If you meditate, if you journal, if you're just sort of an empath, if you know yourself very well, you have to listen to those sort of those gut feelings, those heart feelings and those brain feelings and make a logical decision with all three. And when you can make a decision with all three and be like, hey, you know what, this really isn't for me. That's the first step. Admitting it is the first step. And then sitting with that for a while until you do decide, hey, what is for me, right? What is the next thing for me? It doesn't have to be better than what somebody else is doing. It doesn't have to be bigger, or better, make more money, flashier, more exotic. It just has to be the right thing for you. And sitting with yourself for a long time, after you found something that you know doesn't resonate with you will allow you to figure out what really does resonate with you. And that's always step two, right? So admitting it, step one, finding out what the next thing is for you, step two, and then taking action towards that thing should always be step three, four, five, six, or as many as it takes. Okay. I'm all out of time. That's five minutes for that one, but hopefully the sort of heartbreak coherence can be your takeaway there. Uh, Question number three, how to cope with being unsatisfied at work. Again, great question. If you're unsatisfied at work, right? We just talked about this. First of all, your gut, your heart, and your brain are the three decision-making patterns that you need to know about. And I'll tell you why. Because number one, uh, I believe it's a almost 90%, maybe somewhere between like 50 and 90%, and that's a huge range. But a ma- majority of your neurons are actually first formed in your gut. So between all the bacteria, all the flora in your gut, your neurons are assembled and then pass through your circulatory system. that obviously go, goes through your heart and then they go up to your brain and they're assembled in the brain. Okay, the brain is not creating these new neurons. These new neurons are first formally developed in the gut with synthesis from enzymes of the liver, and it's a huge process. Okay, so your whole body is is especially with what you eat that affects the quality of your neurons. But we'll we'll get into that at another time. What I'll say about neurons is. All of these help your decision-making pattern. And that should be your your final jumping off point, should be your brain. But you need to feel with your emotions and your gut first, okay? And then you have to become aware with your heart and then you have to make a logical decision, decision with your brain. Most people, when they get emotional feelings, it's just with the gut, okay? They don't think with the gut, heart and the brain. And I will say, if you're being unsatisfied at work, what you're feeling is you're feeling an emotional reaction right there. And that's something definitely to pay attention to, but in terms of actual coping with being unsatisfied at work, understand and become aware of your emotions when you feel them first. Most of us will feel our emotions in our gut or our chest. Okay. I think it's more, more more women experience feelings in their chest, like over their breastplate. And what I'll say for this is when we experience emotions, right? So many people in today's world jump off right there, right? They get an emotion and then they act on it. Okay. That's what animals do. You are a human being. And even though you're an animal, you have this really cool thing called the neocortex that allows you to make logical decisions. Okay. So you do not always have to act on your emotions. And I wish more of my clients would understand this because I understand that the world can be a very emotionally charged place, especially in today's world. So what that means is I want you to feel your feelings. Of course, but I want you to process how they make you feel with your heart, right? Have the awareness. Be like, hey, that's an emotion. That's telling me this. What is my heart saying about this issue? Then by finding some sort of medium, you can make a new decision with your brain, a logical decision. Okay. Hey, my, my gut's saying that I'm experiencing anxiety every time I pull into the parking lot and then I'm stressed throughout the day. And then I'm exhausted at the end of the day. And I don't, I'm sick of feeling this way. Your heart can go. Yeah. Hey, those feelings are valid. We see those. And I, you know, we're craving something else. Logically, then you can go and you can make a new decision, say, hey, you know, I need to start looking for a new job. This really isn't fulfilling. This is taking my energy away. And therefore, it's taking away my life force. And that's a very precious thing that all of us should be very protective of our life force, right? How much attention do we give to other people, our own life force by looking at their Instagram for X number of hours a day? I want you to understand this because it's not just about being unsatisfied at work and sitting with that sort of discomfort. You are in charge of your own time. You do not get it back. You are in charge of your own life force. You have to be protective of it with the people that you talk to, the people you interact with. The time that you give to other people is so, so important. And I wish more people could just be protective of this, right? We spend so much of our lives watching what other people do or thinking about what other people do. And your life is about you. You should have fun. You should enjoy life. I'm not saying that life is never going to bring you hard times, nor should you not pursue them. Of course, you should pursue difficult things to make you stronger, but life is too short for you to be unsatisfied at work. And I want you with whatever time that you do have listening to this podcast, I appreciate it, but I want you to go out and start getting after the things that you want to do in life if you want to build houses if you want to travel to countries if you want to build businesses if you want to be a a parent okay i don't i don't care what it is sit down with it meditate on it journal it write it but understand that your life force and your time are the two most important things that you can that you have and you can give both of those to other people if you want okay some sometimes we do it unnaturally through instagram we give away our life force and attention Stop giving it to companies that don't really care about you is the main message of this as well. Okay. Your profession, you should be happy. If you're not happy in your profession, start a business, contact me. You know how to reach me. I love helping people start and grow businesses. That's all I have for uh, episode 24, three questions podcast. I know we kind of went off the rails a little bit there, but I love working with people. Okay. This podcast is primarily It started for my clients, but I'm getting a lot of interest now. I need more questions. So please submit more questions to three questions, podcast at gmail.com or go to the website, ckcollective.co. I'm happy to help there. And again, life is too short to be unhappy. Choose people that bring you energy. Choose people that want you to succeed. will give, you know, give love, give support unconditionally, and then are also going and getting after it on their own. Okay keep your circle small, keep your shot grouping tight. If you know what that means, you know what that means, but I'll see you guys in the next one. Okay. Thanks. See you out there.